Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another Scale Riders podcast episode number 224. I'm on the road, as if you can hear in the background. Freeway here, 134 Freeway, Southern California. It's uh, it's the morning time. It's like 8 a.m. It's nice and sunny. Weather's been great. It's not so hot anymore. It's been really cool. Like in the mornings, it's like between 60, 70. You know, not not too bad. It's pretty pretty dope. But uh, you know, I'm I'm on my way. I gotta go uh, pick up some product that's arriving today. And later, you guys will see that up on the site. Um, there's a lot. It's going to be a mix of, like, new items that have never been on the site before. Some Fujimi kits. Also, some of the new Aoshima releases. Aoshima wheels. Wire wheels that they just came out with as well. And uh, also some tools, too. So, some disk space stuff will be in. And... Uh, you know a bunch of other like restocks from Hasegawa as well so it's like a nice mixture of uh of brands that are going to be coming in today so i'm very excited i mean it's been a, a minute since i've gotten a, a a big mixture like this of like different things so i'm like super hyped to uh get this up and and have it available i'm going to be sorting through all the stuff and i'm going to be making like two two different piles uh one of them is going to be for the site and the other one's going to be for uh the mystery boxes so um some of this new stuff that i'm getting in i'm gonna also uh put some of those items in the mystery boxes as well so this way uh you know people get some surprises and they start getting in some of the newer releases also uh, in there as well so you know the uh, the mystery boxes it i think it's been what like two weeks now since um they were announced and made available and man i mean i'm i'm so happy and appreciative of the support that i've been getting from everybody that's picking one up and i did get some messages regarding like would i ever do like a bigger tier box and you know at first i was thinking you know the 150 that's probably the biggest one i could do right now but i started you know uh sorting through my boxes and it's doing like pre-packing and you know i pulled out the biggest box i have and I started to to see, you know, what, what's the next step I could take it from the 150. So uh, I did create a 200 tier that I just placed on the website that's available with like four kits, four sets of wheels, and then I'm also going to give you, you know, paint, tools, and and uh, photo edge parts or like detail parts, not just photo edge. It's going to be like a mix of like different detail parts that are going to be going in in there. So that is available right there. If if I'm gonna go anything bigger, um, not anytime soon. You know, I gotta. If anything, I'd have to buy a bigger box to see, you know, uh, what I could cram in there to make it everything fit. Because, you know, when it's a mystery box, you just want the presentation to be good, where you open and everything's in there, and not like, you know, there's two separate packages going out. So it's. I think it's better when everything's all in one. But that's that's currently where it's at right now with the uh, it's pretty much like a $50 difference between each box right there and and in the description on the photo you'll be able to see uh, what's included as far as like you know uh, the quantity and and, um, and what's in there in the uh, in the box the only thing obviously you won't know is uh, the brands and in the 
you know which specific kits or tools are you're going to be getting uh, but if you know if you're familiar with my website you know it's, it's going to be a lot of what you see on my website so a lot of the things that i carry on the site right there uh, but but you know as like you know the weeks have been going on it, it's been cool i've been learning a lot of things you know even just getting the hang of like the packing getting that momentum selecting the kits um you know getting all the detail parts and the paints and everything you know it's been cool and then on top of that just seeing the uh the response on it the videos the pictures from customers like posting you know just showing love and, and spreading word and and just the messages i get from them you know telling me that they're happy with their box you know it's a great idea and this and that and like it's cool like you know that makes me happy right there i'm like oh man like that's cool because you know it's uh when you're putting one of these things together you know in the, in the beginning man I, I felt the pressure i was like all right i made this available but i gotta deliver you know i got i gotta make sure everything's cool and and then you know as my appreciation for for the support i wanted to include a bonus item without announcing it you know um every i, I started putting in a, a die cast car from mini gt uh kaido house they did their uh their collab <clears throat> and these cars these die casts they're they retail for about like 25 bucks and you know i have different liveries on them and i have them available and i was like you know what like i know most customers are model builders there's some that collect die casts but not a lot but why not give a gift of a die cast you know one of these premium ones that they could definitely you know keep on their bench or just you know even if they keep it in the box but still like they get to open it and they get to see what it's about you know and who knows that could be an introduction to them to the new the latest like die casts that have been coming out in these last like few years because man I'll, I'll tell you like as much as you know i love model building i also love these new premium die casts that are coming out they keep coming out with new stuff all the time you know and i even see the bigger die cast stuff but i'm like nah, i don't got room for that you know but it's like anything we just love cars you know we love cars especially when you like there's a particular model or make that you really really like then you you know you tend to kind of collect everything of that you know next thing you know like years from now you're like man i got like a little mini museum in my room so there there's a lot of uh, cool things coming out and and available you know uh but as far as like these mystery boxes the boxes man it's been fun like putting them together and later i'm gonna make more uh, things available i'm gonna make some bundles i've been thinking about doing bundles of items you know pairing up kits with you know let's just say like aoshima cutting mat and and a couple kits together like as a bundle or even like a, a tools bundle as well you know getting getting the latest you know hobby knives and you know tweezers and just various types of tools because there, there's a lot of stuff that's out and you know I know there's going to be certain things that I'm going to be getting from these companies that I'm, I'm probably going to just keep exclusive for the for these bundles 
to sell it in, in the bundle form because there's a there is a lot of new stuff coming out and and you know so, some of my uh, the uh, the reps where I buy stuff from they keep letting me know hey we're gonna be you know gaining another brand or we're gonna be now offering this other brand so keep an eye out for the announcement you know so it's crazy like now how how things have evolved and changed where a lot we have a lot more access now to tools to materials and things you could tell that the the japanese market is like going all in to spread their products outside of japan into the u.s and into other foreign countries too which is dope I mean, if you're a manufacturer and you're creating a product and you realize, you know, it makes a lot of noise in your country, then you're ready to take that next step and let people uh, try that out outside of your country, you know? As effective as it is that modelers are using these tools, these materials, and they're excelling and they're taking it to that next level, you know, everybody is paying attention. Everyone is like, we're all glued to our phones. We're all like just paying attention to like, what's the newest thing, you know, who's doing what? And when you see the outcome of it, you get inspired and you're like, man, I wanna try that. Like you start researching, that triggers researching right there. You start researching, you start asking questions, you start investigating, you, you find out where can I find this stuff? Who sells it? Who has it? You know, once you obtain it, then it's up to you to like initiate, try it out. And, you know, you still go back, you look up those videos, you look up who was using what to see how they did it. Okay, now I got the stuff. Let me try it out. Let me get my feet wet. And you go from there, you know. And even if you don't get those results right off the bat, you know that if you just keep trying, you're going to end up getting it, you know, because you already saw the end result right there. And next thing you know, it's like, out of nowhere, it starts to happen. And you're like, what the hell? Like, this is crazy, you know? And I, I feel like that's when people start to, that confidence boost just hits. But then they also start recommending things to other people. Like, yo, you need a, like this tool here or this material or this paint, you know, all that stuff starts to uh to take effect right there immediately you know when, when people uh start spreading the word on that but it's all it's all you know trial and error and just trying stuff out and you know we keep seeing companies coming out with new products and stuff and you and you think to yourself well man like like how, how many hobby knives are there out there like you know I already have one do i really need another one but you don't know that until you try it out, you know? And it could be like, the blade is different, it's a smaller blade than the number 11, than what we're normally used to. You know, it could be a designer knife, it could be a swivel knife. It could be a lot of, a lot of different things that this uh, knife can do. Also the grip, the handle, you know? Is it plastic, is it aluminum? Like, what is it, you know? There's, there's different things, um, even, uh, like a while back, I remember Snacks did a video where he was showcasing these hobby knives where the blade and the handle, it's like magnetic. 
where you could just pull a pull the blade off and then pop it back in you know it's interesting and it's one of those things where i don't know of it until i try it out you know and and that's the thing a lot of the times we see things and they might seem a bit like foreign or we're like well like i don't think i need that but it's not until you try it out you're like whoa like this is a huge huge difference and then that's when you're like all right i think it's time to upgrade you know i think it's time to get the the latest thing or the newest thing and and try it out right there um but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff that's been uh dropping the same with the model kits i i feel like now you know if um the the mystery boxes are going out more you know consistent and stuff i'll be able to bring in a lot more different things to mix in in with the mystery boxes because i i really like this to uh put like different brands in the boxes so this way like let's just say for example like you know you you want a model build and you get one of the boxes well now you know you're gonna have let's just say as an example an aoshima kit a fujimi kit hasegawa kit paired up and you're like wow all right cool you start to see the differences between the three kits you know it could be a tamiya kit with you know also hasegawa and like uh nunu plots nunu hobby and then you notice the detail like right like all the differences and stuff so it's it's all these uh like different things that it's like it's an introduction but it's also like a mystery you know you don't know what what you're gonna get that anticipation of like all right man like i paid 100 bucks or i paid a 50 or i paid 150 for this box let's see what i get you know and and it's just a surprise like you know you get that email with the tracking and you're just like dude all right, it's going to be here in, you know, five days or, or three days. Or, oh, dude, it's going to already be here tomorrow, you know? I wonder what I'm going to get. It's it's all that that anticipation, you know, that mystery right there that you're like, dude, I don't know. I don't know. And it kind of takes me back, like, it's like when you buy, like, cards, like a pack of cards. And you're just like, all right, let me get a pack. You open it up. And sometimes, you know, you get a hit, you get something dope and you're like, oh, dude, I got to, I got to get another pack, another pack. And then, you know, you you got like a grip of packs right there. You're just opening up. It's that excitement of collecting, of of getting everything, you know? And I feel like with the mystery box, it's similar, but it's like, you're definitely getting your money's worth and more in there. And for all those like above a hundred tiers, like it's like free shipping on top of that too you know and and it's it's just it's a win-win i think for like everybody uh right there and i mean i'm just excited to like see what people get you know like in there uh but yeah that's currently you know if you guys haven't checked it out uh they're they're on the site they're on there but if you check my instagram you'll see uh reposts that i've done with videos and also photos of what people have gotten in their mystery boxes right there so um, i'm saving a lot of the photos too there's some that i have not posted but later i just don't want to bombard it all crazy overdoing it right on the page so like little by little i'll put stuff up but later i want to do like a compilation or just like put everything together like on a video or something just so people can uh, check that out as well you know uh but it's like how if, if you're living life on the edge, man, you want to try one of these out, uh, I highly recommend them. The mystery boxes uh, right there. 
But this is just the beginning. It's going to evolve later into something else. I already know it. Um, and, you know, it's been fun. And it, if anything, I'm just finding ways to make it better and to make to offer other things also. It's definitely inspiring and manifesting other things to, to get grouped together, other bundles and things like that. Uh, bundles like for introductory modelers, you know, as well. That's going to be coming soon. So people that want to get into it, you know, a lot of us have friends that want to get into it. They're like, I don't know where to start. Uh, I know that if I get started, at least I have you to show me, you know, kick me down with knowledge, explain to me what's going on, what should I do. So all that's going to be coming uh, very soon. And that's going to be really fun um, to have those introductory boxes as well for for entry level and then also later more i would say the uh the experience level to the expert you know it would be dope to like have everything uh right there as well so uh you know i'll keep you guys up to date and always just check back on the site right there because um you'll be seeing like different things but you know later today once i get all this product in i get it checked out make sure everything that shows up isn't damaged making sure all the boxes look crisp and clean and and everything's accounted for then it's all going to be uh you know not everything like i said some of it's going to go to the pile of the mystery boxes but the other is going to go up on the site so people can like you know if they want to get something individually and select it they could go from there as well and also um my email list has been growing now. Shout out to you guys that have been signing up. Um, if you sign up, you get a code for like a 10% off your entire like purchase. I know some people have taken advantage of using that code to get the mystery boxes. That's dope. There you go. Saving, like if you do the, the $100 one, you're saving 10 bucks. The 150, you're saving 15 bucks and you're still getting free shipping. Uh, so that that's there. But regarding the, the email list, you know, Every week I'm sending out coupons for uh, discounts on different brands, on stuff. Things that you won't see discounted. You know, and I've said it before, like Tamiya kits, Tamiya tools, you won't really see that stuff discounted anywhere. It's always going to be a firm price on those items. And, you know, sometimes I send out discount codes for 20% off. And... And on various brands, and not just tools, also detail parts, the kits, like different things, they're on there. So if uh, if you're looking into, you know, growing that collection of items and you want to save some money, then I highly would recommend the uh, signing up. So when you get that notification through the email, um, you'll be able to know that that's uh, happening right there. So... I want to move on to another segment. I just, you know, wanted to start things off right there with about the store. And, you know, I want to talk about uh, prepping because I think it's always good to go back to the basics, go back to, you know, the, the beginning of, you know, where we get started to create what we need to create. So that foundation, you know, and you know, everybody has different methods. Everybody has different ways of doing it. And who's to say who's right, who's wrong, you know? Everybody has their own ways. 
which is dope. And I feel like you should explore and listen to different people, see videos and pictures, as gather as much as information as you can regarding prepping a model, <clears throat> getting it ready when you when you get it out of the box, you know, and getting it ready because you should definitely try out the different methods and see what works for you, see what gives you better results. Dang, did you guys hear that? It sounded like crazy, right? <laughs> right? They're not even going that fast. Something's so noisy. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to tell you guys, like, my method, and, and this is just the way I prep my models, you know, but before that, like, the way I do my method now, I mean, back then, you know, as a kid, when I would get a new model kit, there was no preparation whatsoever. You know, it was it was just get the kit, pull it out of the box, you know, look at the body, just lay it down, lay it down like on a box or on a table, whatever, whatever was around me. You know, if if I went to the hobby store with my friends and we bought a model, then you know, we'd be riding our bikes out of there with the model, like one arm holding onto the model and then the other arm on the handlebar and we'd just be headed home, you know? And sometimes we wouldn't even make it home. We would just stop, you know, not even a park, just like wherever, like empty parking lot, like somewhere. We always stop somewhere, maybe on a bench by a McDonald's or something that was on the way home because we weren't that far. From the, from the local hobby shop at the time and then we'd like rip off the plastic open up the box and then we just pull out that model and like stare at it and be like man look, like look at the body you know look at this and I could still visualize like the 62 Bel Air from AMT the 58 Impala from AMT and just putting it down with no chassis no nothing just the pure body and just visualizing it like slammed you know to the ground a lowrider right away a lowrider right and and then from there you know all this contact with our hands right we could have been eating chips we could have been drinking a soda the soda could have been could have been dripping down with soda and and the and the water from the cold from it just sweating and then we're over here touching our model, right? Going to my friend's house, going into the garage, you know, just grabbing whatever paint was available, rattle can, shaking it up and like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to paint it. And just straight painting into it, you know, using a Krylon can and just letting it like just sit there in the sun and bake no primer nothing right and you know after like some hours not even not even like thinking about oh let me touch the box because overspray got on the box let me check if this is dry or or even testing let's say like spraying like a piece of plastic right to test none, none of that <laughs> the first thing you do is like you get your finger and you just touch the body and you're already smudging the paint Cause it's not really dry it's not completely dry yet. you're like dang and um, and then you all oh, spray it more just to get rid of that 
you know, while you're waiting on that to dry, you're over here, like, trying to glue. You're twisting off the parts, pulling them off. You're, you're using that generic tester's knife to cut off the, uh, the piece from the tree. And then you start assembling using the tester's glue. It had, a, like, a weird, like, a lemon kind of smell um, on that bottle. And what I don't know that I don't know if it was weird. It was just different, you know. But I know that if, you know you smell that now, it takes you back, right? And just getting everything ready, and then once you had all the engineering thing ready in the bottom, just spray it a whole like probably even the same color or another color. And, and, and those were like basics right there. Gluing the windows. Windows are all fogged up and everything, and just. You know, cool. This is this is my model. You know, once you put it all together, no complaints. Just happy, happy that you got to experience a rattle can, because when you were un- under eighteen years old, man, your parents would not let you or nobody. It was like they don't want you using a rattle can. You know, there's all this graffiti out there. They thought you're gonna start tagging and doing all this stuff. You know that you're gonna get the urge not to do it because it's right there. You know, <laughs> but. That was the closest thing of like being an adult in that moment is just like that rattle can, you know, getting that that spray. And then over time, you know, you start getting a little swing in your hand, you know, you start like now, you know, all right, when I when I'm going to press down on this tip, I'm going to snap my hand. You know, it's almost like when you play basketball, right, you start just shooting the ball random. And then after a while, you start creating this little technique and then. Now you're snapping like your wrist at the back. You're giving it that swing. Now and then now you're adding like that swagger to it or whatever. But it's just it's just funny, you know how, how things go. But over time, you start to notice the results. Oh, oh look, when I do this, it lays out nicer, flatter, smoother, you know? And looking back at and some of those models, man, I wish, I wish I would have kept a lot of those cars, dude. I wish. I know a lot of you probably wish, you know. But like anything, it's it's part of life. We got to move forward. Those are kept in our memories. We got to keep moving forward. And just remember, like, what we did, what paved the way. And now let's, let's do it now, but let's take it to another level now, right? So... Now, when I get a model, plastic kit, I open it up, and I'm just, like, examining the the body, right? What I like to do a lot of the times is, like, the body by itself, just laying it, uh, like, flat on the table, just to make sure that it's even and not teeter-tottering or that the body's not warped, Right? If it's a little warped, I'm not too worried. If it's very warped, like in the past, I remember having an ANT kit and it was super warped. And I already knew like, oh man, I might have problems with this. Even though when you install the chassis and everything, it kind of like, it goes back to normal. But I know that the chassis isn't gonna be there for the most part. And my concern would be more like, what if the paint cracks or something when I'm like assembling it, right? I don't know if anybody's had an like had that happen, and they had it crack. Let me know. I'm very curious because I never moved forward when when I would see that. I would just be like, all right, um, I think I'm gonna hold off and or try to buy just a body online or something, you know? Because these are like older kits. 
like an older, uh, like a shoebox, like a 49 Ford, you know? Uh, those are the only ones I've had, like, that kind of teeter-totter effect, like, an issue. Uh, but, but with, but the newer kits or whatever, or even a Revell, like, let's say I get one, everything's cool, all right, right away, I get the model, and I get a 400 grit, God hand, 400 grit sanding pad, and I just start to uh, sand the body right there, you know, and yeah, I could, I could wet sand it, you know, either way, it's nothing wrong, but I like to just do it dry, because I like to see the, um, the plastic go from shiny to dull, right, right off the bat, I used to wash the car and do all this stuff, but I noticed that was taking up a lot of time, and it wasn't necessary, because you're going to sand down, you're going to break through that, uh, plastic like that film layer so it doesn't even matter uh so 400 grit scuffing down the whole body because it's a nice grit where you cut that surface but you're not cutting down too much where you're digging in some deep scratches into your car you know it's it's a nice nice grit to start off just to burly give it that dull effect and break through that plastic you know if you start to see mold lines it's always great to get a marker highlight those with the marker so this way you see where your mold lines are and you could even go a little lower on a grit like a like the 240 grit from uh, god hand and hit those hit those little uh, mold lines you know just hit them off let me see if i can do the noise I don't know if you guys can hear that. I don't know. I'm like over here rubbing my, my car seat. Uh, seat belt, car seat, my seat belt. So, um, you know, hit those mold lines. Once you feel like, all right, it looks like I got them off, just keep scuffing down the whole body, 400 grit. Now, go in there, wet the body, get all that debris and dust out. And as, as you're wetting, you know, you're wetting the body and all that, wash your hands make sure you wash your hands you know before wash your hands wash the car and then you can get um a microfiber towel and just dry the car after you know just get it nice and dry and once it's once it's completely dry then get the tamiya rattle can the gray primer it could either be the light gray or the light or or the regular the gray either one get it and just spray the whole body right there do all your passes even if you if you spray more than three four coats nothing's gonna happen it's it's very user-friendly it's very forgiving so don't be scared to like overdo it just just get it in there once once you spray the body let that sit out in the sun let the sun hit it let the sun do its elements with its heat because it's going to react you know and the more the more it's out there um it's going to dry faster and it's going to get a, a good grip on that body right there because you already scuffed it down and now all those areas that got scuffed down all that tooth is just waiting now to bite right so it's biting onto the primer it's it's, it's hanging on I have a, a, a little table on the side of my house where 
the sun is just beating down on that table all the time. And I always like it because I, I, I go out there, I spray the body, I have it on the stand, the Tamiya stand, and I just leave it there. And then like an hour later, I come back and I rotate it and I keep rotating it. So this way the sun hits it from all angles and then it's completely dry. After like two, three hours, I'm like, all right, dope. I could bring it in the house. I bring it in the house, it doesn't smell. I don't smell the primer, you know, because it, it's already gassed out. Um, from there, I, I do an examination of the body under my light. There's like a natural light I have on my desk. And I just look, I see, all right, how's this looking? Do I see any mold lines? Do I see any dips? Do I see anything that, that needs to be corrected with glue? Do I need to fill in any areas? You know, what's going on? If I see like areas that I need to fill in with glue, like small, whatever, a little hole or just something, right? Or even a scratch, whatever. I get my CA glue, the thick one. And now what I do is I get a toothpick. I put, I dab some glue on a piece of tape. And then I get a toothpick and I grab some of that glue. But I don't apply it right away to the car. I wait till it's been sitting out for maybe like 30 seconds, maybe a minute. Where it's starting to, to get kind of gummy sort of and it's not too liquidy and then I apply it like a small little amount to the area just so it fills it in and then I let it dry I let it air dry I don't use the accelerator I just let it air dry then I come back and I get another little small very small amount and I put it back in there and now I get like another uh, another toothpick and I try running it along that area to like flatten it out. I try to flatten it out as much as possible so it gets nice and dry, inspect it under the light. And then once I know it's ready and it's and it's dry, then I go back and um, and I get my uh, my 240 grit and I just start sanding down just that small little area, that small little thing just to flatten that out as much as possible. All right, it's filled in, boom. Now let me bring it. Now let me hit it with the 400 grit over the 240. All right. Now let me just primer that little that little spot. You know, just primer that. Let it sit again for a little bit. 30 minutes to an hour. Get to go. Once I see the body, I'm like, all right, cool. Now we're now we're going into the next phase. I still go back and I wash my hands because you got to think I was touching the bottle of the CA glue. I was touching this. You know, you're touching so many things. And who knows, your palms could be sweating or not, whatever. But there's a lot of uh, different oils and things that are in our hands. Make sure you wash your hands again. Now, <clears throat> we're going to step it up and get the 600 grit. And now with the 600 grit, we're going to go over the whole body and sand the whole body 600 grit. So now what we're doing is we're going to secure, we're going to make, right, this is going to be the test where we know that that primer is securely gripping onto the body because when we sand with the 600, we're not going to go heavy handed. We're not going to go hard. We're just going to go light passes over the whole body. So this way, if you apply, let's say too much primer on one area versus another, this starts to even it out. You start getting rid of that excess. If any lint, any debris got caught up in the crossfire, 
now you're getting rid of that, right? You're smoothing out the body more, but now you're also creating another level of tooth that's more fine, but ready for the paint that's gonna come next. So now, 600, if you notice, oh man, I just went over the, the roof, and look, I burned right through it. Like now, and, then, and I'm going even passes on the whole body, but it's an indicator that you probably didn't put too much primer on that area. So if that happens, you gotta go back, just wash the car, wash the car, get dry it out, and then spray primer all over on that area. Let it dry, come back, and then just sand it again, 600. Now that area is gonna be good because the primer's not gonna come off. It's gonna be good to go. So now you're good to go, you're all set. You're, hold on guys, let me, let me take a little sip of my coffee right here. Cause I don't want this thing to go uh, cold and then I clear my throat too. All right guys, so um, <clears throat> you have that all set. You come back with the 600. Now, now the body is like smooth, but you also don't want it too smooth either, right? You don't want to do like a thousand grit, nothing like that. No, just keep it at the 600. <clears throat> and all this could happen fast, like in a day, you know? This isn't something that's going to take you weeks. No, 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 no. This is quick. <clears throat> and it's quick because if you're using the, the proper sand, sanding sponges and you're using the you know the that primer it's it's quick you know you don't gotta fire up your airbrush none of that it's just quick ready to go once you have your car ready and set <clears throat> and now you go all right the next thing is my paint just make sure you put that body away um if you want to put it in your box like let's just say <clears throat> you clear out the box or it's not cleared out, but you put your instructions over all your tool, all your, not your tool, all your parts, then just lay the body over the instructions and then just cover up the box, right? <clears throat> so now you're getting ready and you're just like, all right, cool. Now it's time for my paint. From here, you have so many decisions of where you, you can go with paint, all right? All right, so once, once you make it to this point, you're on the you're like on the crossroads so just make sure when you hit this point you play uh crossroads by bone thugs and harmony all right just put that song in the background and um <laughs> so at this point you could head in many directions all right from experience you could either go tamia route where you could spray tamia lacquer paint over this tamia clear and you're good that's one option option number two you got splash paints another lacquer paint that you can use and you can use um, airbrush it's an airbrush application right various colors uh, you know different brands and they got their own clear coat the 2k gloss clear sick dope clear right you also got the matte finish as well, depending for what you're going for, right? That's another route you could head and no problem. Boom, you're good. The third one, if, if you're 
going down the the uh, custom paint route than House of Color, right? You got House of Color. You got various uh, paints that you could uh, use, mix, metallics, pearls. You can lay down flake. You can lay down so many things and still cover it all up, bury it, bury it completely with their um, show clear. I don't know if the, I think they use the word cosmic in there. I don't know, I just wanted to say that, but the show clear. And it's all urethane, automotive paint, the stuff. You spray over metal, the stuff. You spray over anything. You know, your one-on-one car that you're driving down that you see at the car shows, everything, dude. You can go that route, too. From experience, those are the three that I've done, and I haven't had any kind of issue whatsoever. And, And this is just from taking those steps of washing my hands, making sure there's no contamination, making sure I wasn't eating chips, and then before I touch the model, I rub, I rub those chips or whatever on my pants. And then I touch none, none of that. You can't have none of that. You have to, you have to completely wash your hands. Even if you're gonna grab your water bottle and drink water, go wash your hands. You're gonna go open up doors, go wash your hands. You know, you're gonna go kitchen, turn on the stove, make an egg, and all that. You know, go gotta wash the hands. Every every little step, you gotta ha- always have clean hands. Dealing with their models, right? And um, once once you decide where you want to go, then you're you're good to go. Um, oh, another one I forgot to mention in the past, and I I know I did a video on it too. It's an old video. I, I think it's still up. But I remember there was a time where I I tested it with painting uh, with creep. Createx too, and it had no issues. The Createx laid over that Tamiya primer. I don't know what it is is about that primer, man, but it's magical. It's magical right there, you know? But I like to play it safe. 400 grit, scuffing down the bare plastic, 600 grit over primer, and let's say that now we got our paint added, right? We got our paint laid out. If I'm using splash paint or even to me a lacquer, if it's a lacquer paint, any one of those two and I, and I laid it on my body and I noticed a little bit of debris or just something got on there and I need to get it out before I clear it, I can do a light pass over the body um, and it's gonna it's gonna have to be with the high grit because you gotta be careful, you know. You you, tr- you have to try not to really have to do that, you know. Where you have to now sand your color uh, because you run a risk that you got burn right through that back into your primer and even back deep even to another layer of the body, the bare plastic that you're like dude like that's it we gotta start over you know um you gotta be very 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 careful uh sometimes even just by wetting it and even like if you run your hand you like your finger you might be able to even like 
get that lint out, you know. But if anything, if worst comes to worst and you run into that issue, um, you can always get a little sanding pad, like a like a 2,000 grit or even 1,000. Just go really light. You don't got to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. No, no, no. Just go back, forth, back, forth. Like really slow. Just, but pay attention. Take a look at what you're doing, right? And, and get that out. Um, this way, you want to have your body, you know, obviously ready for, for uh, clear. Um, but that would be my only thing. It's like being careful. When you're doing like urethane paint, urethane paint, when it lays, it lays matte, like a matte finish. And, and that's a paint that you really don't want to be sanding when it comes to that stuff. You're just going to mess up your paint. You're going to be scratching off the effects. Like if you, uh, if you lay down some pearl, then you just said, oh, I'm going to wet sand the pearl. Oh, dude, you're going to, like, you're going to throw that out. Like, you're going to scratch off that pearl. You got to be very careful. You know, if you're doing it in your paint booth, make sure you clean the paint booth out all the time. Uh, make sure that you also uh, spray some water in the, in the, you know, have like a little water bottle and just mist the bottle. I mean the bottle, miss the booth inside with the bottle. So this way, any particles, any kind of dust or whatever, it's now it's grounded. It's grounded with the thing, and it's not gonna and it's not gonna go anywhere, right? That that's what you that's what you want to do, because you don't want to you don't want to run into an issue where you uh, you have that like going down, and you're just like, oh man, what? like what happened you know you don't want you don't want to have that <clears throat> going down so you just got to make sure like i said before wash your hands keep the keep the area clean make sure even your airbrush too is clean because there could be times where you got to be careful even like let's say when you're going to spray candy the airbrush you're going to use for your candy you gotta make sure you clean it and do some test sprays on a on a piece of paper. I've had issues in the past where I've pulled the trigger to spray, and sometimes it's, it's actually spit like a few drops onto the body, and then I start to to do the you know the layering of the candy. But sometimes those drops, when they touch your body, it's it's so dark that no matter how much candy you spray on your body, you're not going to match that. It's like your car is just going to have freckles <laughs> right there, pretty much. Like, you know, you got to be careful about that. You uh, you want it to, to not be, like, spitting. You just want it to, to be coming out like a fan tip or the round tip, spraying out smooth, you know. So those are just, like, things to, uh, to consider right there. Um, you know, sometimes people are new to modeling, they're getting into it and they don't know any of this information. You know, they don't know anything. They're, they're, they jump in to the deep end to the pool and, you know, sometimes they're just like, man, I, I should, I should have started from, you know, 
the number three before I went into the fourth to the deep end, you know? And and you don't want to get discouraged, you know? You don't want to get scared and be like, nah, this isn't for me, you know? Uh, because <clears throat> scale model building unlocks a lot of things in our minds. It does. It definitely does, and it applies to, to a lot of stuff. There's a lot of different things that it's helped me out in my life where, you know, I've had challenges and just things and, and it's really uh, another outlet of figuring out of working your muscle in your brain of how to figure out problems how to figure out and come up with solutions to things you know naturally there's some people that are gifted that are just problem solvers Nat- naturally they know you know how to solve every issue everything they, they always have an answer they always have a, a plan A through Z you know, they always have something to, to, and they don't panic. They, they figure it out. They figure it out. You know, they have that confidence naturally knowing like, like there's a way, there's a way, you know, but there's also some of us that don't have that, but over time, you know, with model building, it's helped, you know, all the things we've done, it's helped to manifest that in our heads that we're like, Oh wait, there is a way. You know, um, if if you apply a lot of a lot of the, the steps and everything to a lot of things, you'll notice it's very similar. You know, things you do at your job, things you do everywhere. You know, if if you're stepping into something new, a new job, something new. If if I go and I decide. I want to work for this company or if I want to work here and I apply and I don't I know probably nothing about it right and I'm intimidated I'm worried I'm scared I'm like dude what, what I hope I did the right decision we'll see and now they're telling me what to do and this and that you know the first thing I'm gonna do is, is listen right it's like no different from reading your instructions on the model kit when you're getting a new model kit and they start to explain, you got to do this first and then this and this. Now they're explaining the steps. So now you got to think, all right, like you, you have to take the steps too when you build a model as well. And you follow instruction, you do what you do, and you are, you are going to hit some issues. You know, I, I know I'm going to run into some problems. I know there's going to be some, oh, a hiccup, you know, oh man, I got this wrong or whatever. But I'm not going to be discouraged to give up or what. I'm going to be more like, all right, I need to figure this out. All right, all right. Like, how would I do it? How did I do it here? You know, you start implementing the game plan. But you always fall back with the model building, you know. How to keep cool, composed, and like, you know, we'll figure this out. There, there has to be a way. There has to be a way. And... And you never know, you might actually even find a solution even for the company that you go, dude, like, because you might even create a method as well. You know, who knows? Who knows? But it's uh, it's it's just a lot of things, you know, that, that it helps. And I know a lot of you guys know what I'm talking about. I know a lot of you guys have this tool in your head that you learn from model building, this skill that's there 
And the more you do it, things get better because now you're knowledgeable. You start understanding more and more about what's going on. And everything, just know everything's a challenge. Everything is a challenge, man. Like, we all know that if, if everything was easy, we'd be bored. We'd be so bored if everything was easy. If, if, if we were, if every model we did, we we're hitting it out of the park, like the best of the best, 10 out of 10, like just best models left and right. If we kept cranking those out, then we'd feel like, all right, I accomplished this. It's time to move on, you know? And, and we just be bored because we know the outcome. We go, ah, well, you know, every time I do one, it always comes out amazing <laughs> or whatever. Great. You know? And no, it's, 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 that's not supposed to be the case, right? It's supposed to be challenging. It's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to test you. So this way you get a taste of success every time you work hard for it, like a little by little, little by little, you know, that throughout the years, as you grow and you grow within the hobby and you take it to that next step is when you realize, man, that's crazy. 10 years went by. Like, look at what level I'm at now with model building compared to 10 years ago. Look at what I'm doing now. And you cherish it. You appreciate it. You know? That you're proud of yourself. Like, no one has to tell you anything. You don't have to go and tell people, hey, look what... No, just... Your self-satisfaction is enough, right? That you're like, dude, I never thought I could ever do this. Ever. Ever. You know? And, And it's here. And that excitement, that feeling feels so good. That you want to share it and you want to help others. Now you're an open book. Now your knowledge, your experience, you see someone struggling or you see someone asking the question. And now you're someone that could come through and help spread word and help that person take them to the next level. And I know a lot of you guys have. I know a lot of you guys listening to this have done that, have helped other people. And just know that. I think one of the most rewarding things is those that you help will always remember you. They'll always remember what you did to help them to take it to that next level, you know? And it's a special thing because it it was all words. It was all guidance, right? You're sharing your experience, your years of experience. You're sharing it. You're saving them time. You're saving them, you know, heartache money you're saving them so many things to get them to that next step you know and that and that's something that they're always gonna uh, remember and they're gonna pay it forward and we all feel like we all do i feel like that's why everybody is so supportive in the hobby because things have evolved people are more about paying it forward um and yeah there is that stage of competitiveness which is dope. It's needed. It has to be there. It has to exist to push us to that next level. But at the same time, we're also showing each other love and, and showing each other, you know, like, like rooting for each other, you know, like, yo, like 
you know, run your team, you know, and, and it's cool, man, when, when, when you see the evolution of a model builder throughout the years online and also at shows and people are just posting like, you know, they're getting recognized, they're getting awards, they're getting features on magazines, they're getting, you know, interviews, they're doing all these like cool little things. Like it's dope. It just makes everything uh, uh, really fun, you know, uh, right there. But don't get discouraged. I know sometimes, you know, once in a while you come across someone who's, you know, who's new or has been doing it for a while, but the, but at the, the end, they, they kind of run into an issue where like, oh, man, this happened, you know. And sometimes it could be the foundation, you know. Sometimes it could just be a, a simple a simple thing where you might need to swap out a tool or you meet, you might, you're just missing a step or maybe, you know, hands weren't washed. Let's say there's some contamination. There's something, you know, it could be, it could be various, uh, things right there. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, we assume all oh, this thing, this thing's broken. It's, it's no good anymore. And we want to discard it. We want to get rid of it. We want to get a new one. And, you know, you run into one of those people that's a problem solver and they'll be like, I found the problem. You just need her to swap out this part and that's it. Look, it's it's up and running. It's back to normal, you know. You got people who sell cars because, oh, I can't figure it out. I took it to mechanics and they can't figure it out either. And next thing you know, they sell the car for very cheap. <laughs> and then the person who buys it is a problem solver. And they're just like, oh, all I had to change was the radiator or something very very simple look it, i could fire this thing up and it's just like wow like now the value of this car you know could have they could have made more money off it you know it could be so many different things um but the but the foundation right there try it out if you guys want to try that out right there what i just was telling you guys you know if you want to do it quick um, I, I used to take a, my time a lot with prepping and prepping and prepping, but sometimes that held me back from actually finishing a model. And now, you know, time is limited, but also I kind of like that because, you know, I'm spending a lot more time with my family, but with that limited time, I'm taking advantage of actually putting in the work, you know? And I'm just pumped. I know, all right, within an hour, within two hours, I got to do this. I already know what I got to do, you know. And then we go from there. If I, if I run into a problem, I make the decision right there. I'm either going to run this over or I'm going to sit on it and I have to fix it. It's going to be one or the other, right? But even if I have to, like, run it over, run through it, it's okay. I can live with it, you know. It's not going to bother me, whatever, you know, it's all good. You got to make that decision right there and then, you know, and, and you know how it goes. Sometimes we run it over and we're showing this model at a show. Our friends, we see our friends that we talk to online. Hey, what's up? Hey, check it out. Oh, dude, I wanted to see your car. Yeah, let me show it to you. And then you right there, you just tell them, oh, dude, check it out. Like, I was painting it, but man, I messed up right here. You see the scratch right here, or you see this, you know, that's, that's cool to be open like that and tell people like, yo, like, you know, and, and like, 
you know, you don't got to be shy or ashamed. They're like, oh, no, you know, it's all good, man. Like, no one's going to trip. Everyone's like, oh, you know, like, maybe a suggestion might kick in or whatever. You know, there's a lot of a lot of various things that, that could come into play uh, with that, you know, with someone, like, explaining those things. So, um, just, I don't know, take some of those steps when you guys are uh, prepping the, the models if you want to try that out to get something up and going quick and you know as of lately um i have not been building i'll tell you guys i've been just um i I feel like earlier this year i was just cranking them out right I, i got a rhythm and then you know i started getting busy with you know my day my job and then also the online store and and just with family you know just chilling like doing our thing and you know, like I said, like this coming up month, um, I'm gonna be vending at the Orange Con. Damn, that's like what, like not this weekend, but the next weekend already, October first on a Sunday, and and it's like I gotta get ready for that. But then the weekends after that, I'm going to like wedding stuff, like family stuff. So it's like the weeks fly by like quick. And I'm just like, dang, like, I haven't had the time, you know? And it's good. It's good. I I need this. I need to step away for a bit from building because I still look at the stuff on my desk. I see where I left off. I know what I need to do next. And it's good. I I need this time. I I need to have some away time. So then this one, when I come back, I'm just like, boom, all right. I know what I need to do to knock this out to get it to the next stage. I need to start layering paint on this. I need to clear coat this. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I just love it, man. I I love every single part of it. You know, the prepping, the painting and the, the final, the presentation right there of it, man. Like I just, I love it all. You know, um, I just, I geek out on all these like different things that I'm into, uh, with the cars and and it's just you know then on the previous podcast i was talking about that i was like even just messing around with like some scratching and stuff like that i've been doing that too like i have this like little portable turntable that i have on my desk also so um i could always just hit the on switch and then it's on just like practice and i've been practicing this one scratch it's called the boomerang scratch it's like pretty challenging it messes with your head like because you do you do like three movements three different clicks in a forward motion and then you got to repeat them in a reverse motion and the the reverse motion is the part that messes with your head that you're, because you're trying to do it but your brain's telling you do it this way but then you're like no 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 it's got to be this way but now after the third day um my it's like muscle memory like it's kicking in and now it's it's doing it the way um I'm hearing it when I'm watching these instructional videos and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. I'm excited. You know, I'm excited now, like comprehension and understanding and, and all this stuff. It's, I I know I, I need to thank model building for that because like 20 years ago, this stuff was already being done and I wasn't like comprehending like that. Like, as much as that, you know, someone would explain to me, oh, this is how you do it. I, I just, I'm like, huh? Like, I still couldn't get it. And 
And now I mean I fully understand it. Like when these guys are talking on video, I'm like, oh shoot, I understand what you're saying. Like this is crazy. It's blowing my mind right now. All right, all right, all right. Like I'm excited to do this, you know. And um, but but what what's up with you guys though? You know that's what I want to know. Um, on Instagram, if you're listening to this podcast right now, and you know what you're currently working on, tag me, please tag me. So that way I could, uh, re, you know, reshare your stuff or repost. I want to see what's going on in your world, what you're, uh, what you're working on, what you're doing. I definitely want to uh, check that out. I'm very, very curious to see on there. And next week, I'll be there at the uh, Orange Con. If you guys are wanting to come out, I'll be there in person, vending. First time doing it, um, uh, no, I don't want to say I'm nervous. I mean, it's like any any event, you know. I'm just curious because it's the first time. I've never been to Orange Con. I've never been to this venue. Um, It's not going to be too far from my house, so um, I should be there early, set up, and just, you know, get things going and, um, and just be ready, you know. I... From seeing the flyer, I believe the vending area is going to be open from like 9 a.m. to like 2.30 p.m. From what it says, because it says doors open and close or whatever. So, uh, we'll be there during those times. Uh, so, this week, I mean, I'm going to be busy just selecting things that I'm going to be bringing to the show now for, for Orange Con. Um, I do plan on bringing in um, like some mystery boxes too so i'm gonna have most likely i'm gonna have like three three different mystery boxes with me there um at the the location so uh if you guys have been thinking about getting a mystery box and and you're going to the show and you want to pick one up there i'm gonna have them available i'm not gonna bring a lot i'll probably bring like one of each tier you know that's most likely what i'm gonna be doing and uh, I'll have those on display right there and available. So, like, if anybody is, uh, you know, wanting to get one, I'm definitely going to have that there. You know, but it sounds fun, man. Like, I, I want to meet new people that are going to be there. You know, at this last show, I met new people I've never seen before. The one in Oxnard. Um, I did see familiar faces as well. But at, at the same time, I saw some people that I've never I've never met. So, that was cool to just chop it up and connect through on online make those connections so um you know orange con it's coming up um you know i I, i've seen from previous you know photos and videos people that i've entered in the past and stuff like that have gone awards and it's just you know if if the vendors thing ends at 2 30 it's going to be dope because i'll be able to pack up or, or just, you know, if they close a room and I can just, you know, close my stuff right there. I'm hoping I have access to go into the model room. So this way I could take photos and video of stuff. So this way I can do, you know, because um, I do want to get some content to post online and whatnot. Um, but next year, 2024, I'm planning on doing NNL West. That That's definitely... In the books, um, I I'm gonna be uh, submitting my information to book my table 
and NL West 2024 um, in January. If you go to their website, uh, they already have their um, their uh, the flyers up. I haven't promoted it yet because I want to make it official. I want to make sure I lock down my table first before I make that announcement that I'm going to be there. So uh, you guys are hearing it now for the first time as a as a heads up. But that's that's one of the things right there. The uh, the NNL West that's going to be uh, coming up. So 2024, do plan on going. And I'm excited, man. You know, ne- next year, um, I'm going to I'm gonna see what I could do differently from this year. Hopefully, um, I get to travel more and, and hit up shows that are outside of California. I really want to do that, um, you know. But we'll see, man. I mean, as much as I want to go everywhere, it's like, you know, my daughter's growing up. She, she's uh, she's three years old right now, and I'm just enjoying spending as much time with her, seeing her grow up, uh, you know, playing with her on the weekends and stuff like that too. When when she's out of daycare during the week, and it's just it's just cool, man. Like you know, Halloween's coming up. We're gonna be doing the whole pumpkin carving thing for the first time with her because now, you know, she she's a little older now that she can actually like be doing these things you know when, when she was you know two years old or one year they, they can't really do that they all they do is just, just look right but now it's cool they're it's going to be more interactive and stuff like that so i'm looking forward to that uh but even then like next year if if i'm able to like travel um i i want to do this like a family thing too so this way i don't feel bad like oh man i'm out here but i miss my family back home you know i don't know i'm just super attached to my family and and that's the thing like i don't know we'll see but i do i do want to set some goals though uh for next year i want to do some things differently even like i've been even thinking about some of the local shows too it's like i know that i could vend and everything but i'm even thinking about like man i don't even know if i'd even want to vend at a local show um because you guys can order this stuff online and i could ship and you go get it with them next day or so right um and and I I'm I don't know man I, it's just because I I feel I always think back at the last um, the last show I did the Soka Open um, I feel bad because I mean I was vending but I couldn't leave my post right and I know there was a few friends that were there that came from out of town so I didn't really get to hang out with them I really didn't get to I mean they came over where I was at. They chopped it up and they hung out with me there, and that's cool, you know that. But I I feel bad that it could have been more, you know. We could have been mobbing around the tables, checking everything out. We we could have gone outside and like, yo, let's go check out the other cars outside. Oh, let's go get something to eat, you know. It could have been more of that, right? And and that's where I feel bad. Where I go, fuck, like, like yeah, the vending stuff's cool, but when it comes to my local shows, like, I mean, cause I, I'm supporting the show too, right? By vending, you know, I'm, 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 I'm buying a table to support and everything. But now I'm just like, for my local shows, I'm thinking, damn, maybe I'll just support differently by, by, uh, I mean, I've always done the awards. I've always supported that way. Uh, but, but maybe I want to do it more differently where I'll still continue to do the award. Um, 
I want to participate with my models, pay the entry for like the the tables, you know, to put my model on the table. Uh, but the vending, it's like it's more like, man, I, I kind of just want to hang out with my friends, you know. I want to just, you know, and I, and I know I know people have told me like, oh, why don't you just have like someone working the table and stuff like that? Like that could be possible, but I don't know, man. Like I don't even know if I even want to do that, you know. If I was traveling far, like, to another area, you know, that's another thing I got to think of, like, if I'm in a van or if, am I just going to come and hang out, you know, and, and put my models and kick it with everybody, you know. Um, I, w- I do want to kick it with everybody, like, for sure. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I do want to do some things differently coming up for uh, next year because, you know, the shows will be coming up for next year. Um I mean, this year alone, here in Southern California, we have the, uh, this one that's coming up next week, Orange Con, and then NHRA Museum that's coming up in uh, November that I know of. Those are the last shows I know of. I could be missing another show in there that I, I don't know of, though. But if you guys do, let me know, and that way I could, let, I could spread word um, on that. And, um, but I'm just speaking for the ones that are here in uh, Southern California. And then next year, the Northern California one will be the NNL West. Um, but yeah, I want to book my table soon because I want to start announcing, uh, to people about that. And that way, um, you know, we're, we're already, I mean, we're in getting to the end of September. So hopefully, uh, if people make plans Maybe they'll come back out to uh, NNL West in January, and I'll get to see you there. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, I'm already here. I made it to the spot. Man, I, I thought I thought I was gonna be out here a lot longer. Not so bad. Uh, but yeah, I'm just uh, pulling up right now. But thank you for coming along with me on the ride. And uh, keep on building. Hope you guys are safe. Keep it chill. And um, we'll see you guys for the next one, all right? Peace out. Thanks. Bye.